This is Deacon Greg sharing Walking in the Way of Love. Way of Love. Now I had surgery a week and a half ago, um, and I'm still recovering. Um, I'm not able to sit up at, sit in a chair at the computer for very long. So today's podcast is an address by Bishop Stephen Miller um, and his pastoral address to the 173rd Diocesan Convention of the Episcopal Diocese of Milwaukee. Take a listen to what he has to say. Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, here we are. My last address to you as your diocesan bishop. None of us ever would have imagined it would be given in this way. As I prepared this address, I looked back over my previous addresses to you. My initial thought was to look back over our time together, reminisce about what we have done, those who have walked with me alongside in this ministry, especially those who are on another shore, and take a trip down memory lane. But as I began to work on this address, I was reminded of the verse my mentor, Dom Anthony Dameron, prior and monk of Three Rivers, Michigan, used to quote so eloquently. With eloquence, he would quote this verse from Luke's Gospel, the King James Version. No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. And then I was reminded of the motto of our Badger State, forward. And so I offer these words to you to encourage you and urge you forward, forward in faith, forward in the way of love, which is our walk with Jesus as Savior and Lord. It was Rahm Emanuel who said, never waste a good crisis. The global pandemic, which slowed the search for my successor, had led me to propose that the diocese choose a provisional bishop is an opportunity that must be seized. I am grateful the standing committee heeded my call. It has become clear to me that this diocese and many others in the Episcopal Church can no longer perpetuate past and current structures. The time is now for this diocese, in conversation with our neighbors to the north, the diocese of Eau Claire and Fond du Lac, to enter into serious conversations about restructuring and reuniting as the Diocese of Wisconsin. But this must be more than simply coming together to save money on overhead and administrative costs. That would be little more than a technical fix and a short-term solution. Rather, it must be born of a commitment that business as usual is no longer acceptable and the God who makes all things new is reshaping and reforming his church for a new age. It will mean looking at ordained ministry, congregations, how we gather for worship and formation, and public witness through a new lens, and abandoning the seven last words of the church, we never did it that way before. New occasions teach new duties that require new behavior, new relationships, and new structures. But let us remember the purpose is mission, to restore all people to unity with God in Christ, sharing God's love with everyone we meet, and serving the world in God's name 
so that the earth is filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. I would submit to you that much of the current crisis, the pandemics of COVID-19, systemic racism, and environmental disaster that can be solved by human actions but have not, is because people do not know the truth that being made in the image of God means that we are made for relationship and that all of us, every human being, and in fact all creation are connected and have a responsibility to care for one another. The truth we see in Jesus is that our call is to put what God wants before what we want and that we are called to serve others in his name. It is that simple. It doesn't mean it's easy. We are sinners who fall short. As the Apostle Paul writes, the good that I would do, I do not do. But God will give us grace to do His will if we will but let go and let God. That is the task before you both as individuals and the diocese. My prayer is that you will have the grace to face the challenges ahead with confidence in God's goodness and faithfulness, with charity to one another, seeing the best in each other rather than seeing the worst. As Jesus reminds us in Matthew's Gospel, we need to remove the log from our own eye before taking the eye of the a speck out of the eye of our brother or sister. Remember that power is not power to, but power for. Power for serving others and power for witnessing to God's love. Allow me to conclude by saying thank you to my staff, especially Peggy Bean, Canon for Congregations, Barb Clauber and Patty Jaffke, who have served with me my entire tenure and before. Thank you too to Canon Kevin Huddleston, Sarah Bittner and Kevin Stewart. I know all of these persons will continue to serve you faithfully. Join me in giving thanks for the life and witness of, of Canon Steve Pay, who faithfully served during my tenure and now lives in God's near presence. I also want to say thank you to Karen Booker, who has chronicled my ministry in photographs throughout the years. And of course, thank you to my wife Cindy and our daughters Lauren and Haley. What a blessing you are to me. I hope that as I lay the crozier down, it will allow us to have more time together and that I can be more fully present than at times the demands of this ministry have allowed. Finally, to all of you, thank you for the joy and privilege of being your bishop and chief pastor. A pastor was the number one quality you hoped for in your bishop when you called me, and I hope that I have been a faithful one to you. I am reminded of the words of Abbot Benedict Reed of Three Rivers in his homily on the 25th anniversary of his ordination to the priesthood. In his homily that day, he told the story of how when he was being trained to celebrate the Holy Eucharist, and all the instructions that were given him regarding when to make the sign of the cross, when to genuflect and bow, and how to hold his hands when saying the Eucharistic prayer. On that day, he said, I've learned one thing in 25 years. God doesn't care how you hold your hands, but how you hold the hearts of those he has given you to serve. I pray that I have held your hearts well, 
and that you will forgive me those times when I have not. Like all of you, I am a recovering sinner who has fallen short of what the Lord requires. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory in our Lord Jesus Christ, into whose death and resurrection we are baptized and raised to the new life of grace. Thank you for letting me be your servant, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the way of love. Until next time, may you stay safe and healthy, and let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord.